Today is the 15th of December, 2021, and we've gathered together to sit in meditation, to develop our samadhi, our collectedness, in order to seek wisdom. And the wisdom without samadhi is a wisdom that comes from study according to our memories. And we learn that the five khandhas, the form, feeling, perception, formations, and consciousness are heavy. And it's because of this upadana, this attachment that makes it heavy. So we can listen, we can understand this is a type of wisdom. And we think and we contemplate about this and we see it to a degree, but not but it's not yet enough to cure the suffering in the mind. It can cure the suffering in the mind just a little bit. So we know that the five, or when we, when we know that the five khandhas are heavy in truth, when we know this with clear wisdom, this is able to cure the suffering in the mind. And we may ask, well, what is that which is heavy in the world? We may see a very large mountain made of stone and think that it's probably very heavy, or a very large object made out of metal, for instance, but it wouldn't be as heavy as a mountain. The mountain would be very heavy, but if one doesn't lift it, then it's not heavy. It's something that's external. So it's just like ourselves. It's just like our, these beings in the world. We call these beings, those are individuals that have clinging to the self, that have this attachment, which gives rise to heaviness. So for instance, we see that if the body isn't very heavy, if the body is light, then we can go and climb to high places, and we don't need to strain or exert a lot of energy. But if we have a body that's heavy, or we're carrying something heavy, and we try to go to a high place, then this is difficult, it's heavy. But if the body is light, if we're not carrying anything, then we feel light and we're able to do it. So we come to study this, to understand this, that which is heavy is this attachment. Lung Cha gave an example that's very profound, that a lemon is sour, but if it doesn't touch your tongue, then you don't experience sourness. Similarly, a pepper is spicy, sugar is sweet, but if they don't touch the tongue, then spiciness and sweetness aren't experienced. So this is how it is, the nature is, of these things are just like that. There, that which is heavy is that which is external. The five khandhas, the form, feeling, perceptions, formations, and consciousness are a natural part of nature. They arise, persist for a little while, and cease. And that which we experience as heavy, that we feel as heavy, is because we lack knowing, 
We have delusion and think that these things are me and mine, our self. The five aggregates, we think that they're self. This gives rise to clinging, craving, and attachment, which gives rise to heaviness. And heaviness arises right there. And this heaviness is the cause of suffering. Or we can say that attachment is the cause of suffering. When there's attachment, suffering arises right there. In all of us, we don't want suffering, we want happiness. And what is the way to realize the absence of suffering? There is a method to this. So we study this with wisdom. And we study the way to realize the end of suffering is to cut attachment to abandon attachment, and we can realize the state of not suffering. And we need wisdom in order to cut off and abandon this attachment. And if we want to have wisdom, then we need to have samadhi. And to have samadhi, we need to have virtue. The benefit of virtue is samadhi, and the benefit of samadhi is wisdom. And when one has wisdom, one has clear knowing, vicha, to abandon craving, attachment, and kilesa, to realize nirodha, cessation with clarity. This is the arising of nibbana, the mind that's empty and pure. And this mind, this knowing element, when it's with ignorance, with not knowing all the time, it's constantly creating suffering for us. So we must practice, we must learn and study, practice the Dhamma, make our samadhi firm and well-established. And when the samadhi is firmly established, then wisdom arises. And we're able to teach the mind, and the mind can understand easily for instance, we can look at our left or our right hand. We see the bones, the flesh, the tendons. We see the flesh is uh, red in color. And there is fat and sinew and tendons throughout. And if we have wisdom, we see that these bones are not self. And the mind's able to believe this. And if anger arises, we may ask, well, where is the self to be found here? It's not there. Because this physical form, this form is not self, whether external form or one's own body. It's not me or mine, you or yours. And similarly, the mind is not self as well. When we see deeply, we see that it's not self. And the mind that's agitated and chaotic is the mind that proliferates based on experience. The mind meets with sense objects and then proliferates. So we contemplate physical form as something that's heavy because of this attachment. So we get sick, we get old, and we die. And all throughout these experiences, we have this heaviness of attachment to me, mine, you and yours. But in truth, there's no self there to be found. All it is is Dhamma, that which arises 
stays for a little while and ceases. So we see that and we see Nibbana. We see emptiness temporarily, which is seeing Nibbana temporarily. And this is something that all individuals are capable of seeing, are capable of knowing. In the Buddhist time, there were a great many individuals who were able to know and see this, to understand the Dhamma deeply due to spiritual virtues that they had cultivated already in the past. They were able to meet the Buddha, the founder of the Buddha Sasana, and able to listen to the Dhamma as well. But whatever the case, we do our best to practice in the present moment. It's not that the Buddha, having attained Parinibbana, it's not that no one can enter Nibbana afterward. That's not the case. The Buddha was the one who met with the Dhamma, practiced and attained to Nibbana, realized the way to the end of suffering. And if we want to realize that end of suffering for ourselves, we need to practice that which the Buddha taught. In the beginning, we practice and realize stream entry, sotapanna, and the way to walk the path to Sotapanna is to have generosity and virtue well established, to do goodness, have goodness well established in the heart and mind, and practice mindfulness and samadhi, to have effort in this, to strive in one's practice. And if one's able to see and to understand, it's when the mind gathers together sees clearly into convention and liberation. And having seen clearly, one has effort, one perseveres in one's practice because one has seen already. Wisdom has arisen already, clear knowing has arisen, knowledge has arisen already in one's own mind. No one needs to tell oneself anymore. One of own one's own accord wants to make the mind have more wisdom in order to reduce suffering, to put down that which is heavy. And we see that we practice Dhamma not to gain anything, but we practice in order to put things down, to put down that which we're clinging to. And individuals want stream entry, want once returning, non-returning, want our hardship. And all these levels are to cut off, or they're levels of cutting off wrong view. They're just conventional names for these things. We don't practice to increase our attachment. So may you be intent in this practice, cultivate your mindfulness and samadhi. And for all of us, we have a lot of merit and goodness that we've accumulated to be able to meet with this practice and practice the Dhamma. So may you practice to make your mind gathered and collected, to contemplate the five aggregates, to cut off and abandon attachment to them. This is something that we're able to do to reduce the suffering in our hearts. So may you set your hearts on this.